Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today members exclusive podcast. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Monday the 29th of May and just coming up to 11 o'clock in the ASX we have the ASX 200 up 77.7 all the sevens at the moment just under 1.1% higher 7,232 we did have a high though around 20 points higher we nearly cracked the 100 up 72.54.8 was our high so uh, a pretty impressive day and of course this comes on the back of not only the uh, US move on Friday night where we saw the Dow up 328 points more importantly for us the Nasdaq doing extraordinarily well up 2.2% 277 points closing in on 13,000 for the Nasdaq on the back of that AI inspired rally so that going very well for us especially in terms of Marcus's uh, holding in FANG which is the ETF very much exposed to the NASDAQ and very much exposed to all those technology stocks. Uh, FANG doing very well this morning, up around 4%, adding to its recent gains. So good news for those members that have followed us into the FANG ETF, which is going very well today. As I say, the index is up around 77 points at 11 o'clock, or coming into 11 o'clock, off its highs but uh, certainly not an awful lot in terms of corporate news out this morning. We have had an update from ALS, ALQ being the stock code. A little bit underwhelming there. They're down 4.2%. And one stock that's really been smacked today quite hard is uh, IDP Education, IEL, the stock code there. It's down 11.3%, relatively high volume as well, 1 million shares traded. So that is uh, significant for them can't quite uh, get to the bottom of why they have been sold off so dramatically this morning. Maybe there's a broker downgrade around on that one, uh, trying to get some more information on that. But of course, our market very much pushing ahead on the back of that move on Friday with AI very much in focus. And of course, over the weekend, we have had news that Joe Biden and McCarthy, Senator McCarthy, have agreed on a debt ceiling package that will enable the U.S. to continue paying their bills uh, way beyond the next presidential election into uh, 2025. Of course, it is going to be some give and take from both sides. Whether it will get through uh, Congress, of course, is the big question next. Uh, Janet Yellen did upgrade the, if that's the right word, did uh, certainly update the market with the uh, the cutoff date, which was previously June the 1st, uh, pushing it out to June the 5th. And as always has happened in the past, the Treasury does have some mechanisms to push that out even further. But certainly the vote on Wednesday, or the, certainly the, the horse trading on Wednesday in the House up on the Capitol Hill, will be crucial in getting through that uh, debt ceiling package so that it can be raised from the $31 trillion uh, that it currently is. As far as uh, other things go in the market, it is uh, sort of blasted ahead, but the U.S. market is closed tonight although we do have U.S. futures open. So currently Dow futures are up 81 points, NASDAQ futures up another 75 points. So it looks as if the U.S. will kick on again on Tuesday, but of course many a slip between cup and lip, and a lot of things could happen before then. Something we talked about last week in Henry's Take was our quasi-AI stocks. 
Uh, not quite AI, but certainly in the chip space. And there were three that I mentioned last week as uh, sentiment or at least quasi plays, maybe the Bunnings plays on AI. Bunnings, of course, uh, sells a lot of stuff that tends to fall apart as soon as you look too closely or actually use them. But certainly some of these stocks that we mentioned last week have had good rises uh, today and good rises last week as well towards the tail end. Webit Nano, one of those with RERAM technology, uh, rallying hard today up 5.6%. Brainship, which must have won the award for the most honest AGM comments from a chair, uh, doing well today as well, up 4%. But the one that we mentioned as well last week uh, in the uh, AI breath was Appen, which um, we have been looking at for some time. Stock is up 17.5% today. $2.88. Did bottom at 2 bucks. Uh, recently, the company did update the market on their cost-cutting and the, uh, the second-half story and their pivot, if you like, towards AI with their data business, uh, they think is quite uh, essential. Um, deep data, of course, very much essential to those uh, learning uh, algorithms so uh, Appen at the moment did cop a couple of upgrades today nothing significant in terms of uh, you know massive buy upgrades but going from uh, underweight to neutral in a couple of cases which has been enough as I say 17 and a half percent higher today two dollars 87 so that one really has been going pretty well today as far as the one stock portfolios go still in cash in Macquarie and BHP. BHP up uh, around 2%. Macquarie also having a relatively good day today as well. Uh, they are up around 2.1%, back up to $177. Not too many casualties, to be honest, today. Uh, there are some uh, casualties in, as I say, IEL. We did see that update from ALQ today as well. Uh, but nothing else really stands out in terms of casualties on the market. In fact, if anything, it is the other way round today, and certainly it is the winners, uh, grinners today. And we have seen EBR, which I wrote up a couple of uh, week or so ago, which is in the business of wireless uh, pacemakers, effectively. Uh, they have a, a little device that they bury in the left ventricle of the heart, and uh, it does uh, stimulate and reroute the heart's rhythm by a wireless procedure which is far less intrusive and far more uh, beneficial to uh, patients with heart problems. They're up another 11.2%. So they're going pretty well today. 29M also in front of their AGM. I'm not sure what they're going to say that's new, seeing as they've had so many updates. But they're up 10.4% uh, today, back up to 745 A few brokers there upgrading that one. So we are seeing a few buy recommendations moving the market. Still relatively thin market, so small events can have big impacts on share prices at the moment. Uh, but it is quite thin, especially with the US and the UK closed tonight for holidays. Not a huge amount in the news today, but interestingly, Leo Lithium has secured a $106 million strategic placement with Gen Feng which is China's largest lithium producer for its Gulamina operations, looking to expand that capacity to a million tonnes a year. Uh, that uh, strategic placement was done at 81 cents. In Henry's take today, just talking about those uh, Bunnings AI stocks in Webit, Brainship and Appen, which we talked about last week 
as potential ways to play at least the sentiment of the AI uh, moves in the US on NVIDIA, etc. And Marvel as well, which did very well on Friday too. So just having a look at those in a little more detail. Also today in Henry's take, just talking about a couple of lithium stocks there. Lithium, of course, is probably coming a little bit uh, second place at the moment. Certainly, uh, it has uh, faded into the background, mainly on the fact that the price has fallen, of course, although we have seen a little rally recently. But selectively, lithium stock still very much in focus. As I say, Leo Lithium uh, had a good placement there. They're up 13.8%, having done that strategic placement at 81 cents, now trading at 82.5. That one's been bubbling away for a while. And the other one that uh, I wrote up this morning uh, and I have written up before is Patriot Battery Metals, which, of course, is run while the non-exec chair is Ken Brinsden, who previously ran Pilbara Minerals. So he certainly knows how to build a lithium project. Patriot has a project called Corvette in Quebec in Canada. And Canada is fast becoming uh, the uh, destination, I guess, certainly from a market perspective at the moment, the destination for lithium companies. It has all the attractions of being in America without any of the environmental issues uh, that we seem to be having in America or in certainly in the US uh, rather than Canada, which is probably a slightly more mining-friendly and used-to-mining-projects kind of environment. And, of course, Quebec, very close to all those gigafactories in North America. So Patriot Battery Metals, certainly one to watch. 192 there. The other one that I wrote up this morning was Sayona, uh, which is in the middle of doing a $200 million placement. Funnily enough, they did a $190 million placement, this time last year, at a pretty much the same price. Uh, last year, the funds were used to uh, get the NAL, the North American Lithium Project, up and running which it now is. This year, we're raising $200 million to uh, speed up the Moblan lithium project, again, in Quebec. So, once again, that James Bay area and Quebec generally is uh, certainly seen as one of the emerging provinces for the lithium market. Uh, other news today. In my article today, just the usual U.S. Uh, catch-ups there. We've got uh, the Fear and Greed Index for both uh, equities and also for crypto. Equities, unsurprisingly, has slipped into the greed, although it has been there for a while, 67 on the greed meter out of 100. So uh, we haven't gone into extreme greed. And given what is happening with US politics, it does look as if there is more upside to come. Don't forget, ask the analyst on Friday at the sec- on the 2nd of June, 5.30pm, that's Sydney time. 5.30 Sydney time, that's your chance to get any questions, any stocks, any themes, any sectors. In fact, anything you want to ask about the stock market, then uh, love to get you on board for that session on Friday. As always, it is recorded, so if you can't make the session on Friday, then, of course, you can watch it in your own time whenever you want, so that is good. Just a sweet, uh, just a bit of a quick Mention as well, over the weekend we did a couple of On the Couches, a couple of podcasts there. Marcus sat down with Peter Harold, talking to him about the update that we saw last week from Poseidon in terms of the nickel project there. The stock's going quite well today. It's up another 5% uh, on uh, 9 million shares, so not huge amounts of volume there, but uh, doing pretty well on the back of that update for the Black Swan project. So if you're interested in the nickel side of things and Poseidon in general, 
then uh, I'd urge you to have a listen to that podcast that Mark Marcus sat down with his uh, brother-in-law, Peter Harold. And also last week, I sat down with the Lego King, as it turns out, Mr. Andrew Wyland from DP Wealth up at uh, Toowoomba, who is one of my sparring partners on Ausbiz. And uh, unbeknownst to me, uh, he is also a big fan of Lego. So uh, Lego has been one of the best performing investments, surprisingly, in, uh, in, the, in the asset market uh, over the years. So uh, have a little listen to uh, the ETF whisperer, Andrew Wyland, talking end of financial year, what you should be looking at, what you should be planning for. He's also a wealth advisor as well as the ETF whisperer. So plenty of insights from him about what you should be looking at going into the end of financial year, which of course we are. So that's about it from me today. As I say, have a little listen to those on the couch and that update from Poseidon that Marcus did. And of course, always read the newsletter. And hopefully you're enjoying the new stock boxes that we have, stock take, as Marcus has called them. Uh, Certainly seems to be a a popular and um, valuable addition to our armory of investment tools that we have. Apart from that, that's it for today. Just a quick update as we finish. Dow Jones futures up 70, NASDAQ up 70 as well. So uh, that uh, positivity continuing, our market continuing to be around 70, 75 points up as I finish this podcast. Well, have a great day and we will be back again tomorrow. Of course, Marcus will be back tomorrow uh, for the members exclusive podcast. I will be back this afternoon for the end of day roundup. Thanks again and have a great rest of your day.